It's the Matt Collins Show. It's the Matt Collins Listen to that hot guitar. <laughs> hey, gang. It's me, Matt Colick. Um, I'm here with you today from the studio um, that has no name within my home here in Albuquerque, New Mexico. How about that theme song? Yes, that is the theme from the Matt Colick Show. Uh, it's now available wherever you listen to music. It's streaming on Spotify, Apple Music, um, Deezer. Uh, it's available on TikTok. You can buy it if you want uh, from Amazon. Of course, I'm using all the proceeds to support uh, striking Amazon workers. <laughs> so, um, you know. So yeah, here's my podcast, The Matt Colick Show. Welcome to episode one of The Matt Colick Show. You just heard the theme song. Um, I'm Matt Colick, your host. Uh, so what's this show all about? Uh, today's show is uh, going to be indulgent. It's going to be all about me. I'm going to sit here and talk until I can't talk anymore and, or until I have to uh, get up and take a, take a pee. Um, yeah, like I said, I'm sitting here. I'm sitting here in my studio, just the, the, uh, the extra bedroom in the house I share with my partner, Annie, um, who may, may be a guest in the future. Uh, we'll, we'll see. Uh, I'm sure she'll pop up from, from time to time on the show. I have no idea really what the format of the show is going to be, ultimately. Uh, the first few episodes are definitely going to be just a, a ripoff of all the popular interview-based shows like WTF with Mark Marin. So there's going to be a theme song, and then I'm going to sit here and chit-chat for a little while with myself um, and uh, imagining imagining those people out there listening. Uh, yeah, and then after that, uh, there's probably going to be uh, maybe some advertisements. I hope there will be some advertisements uh, from from uh, companies I, li- I like and can endorse uh, without feeling shitty about it. That would be pretty cool. Uh, there are no ads today. Today's episode is brought to you by me, Matt Colick. Uh, <laughs> guys, guys, guys. Yeah, it's so great to be here. I, I, I was telling people this episode, uh, the first episode would be, well, actually the first few episodes, the podcast launch would be in January, back when I envisioned this um, in winter of or late last year, like November, December, Annie and I were talking about it. Um, back then I thought, oh yeah, January, that seems reasonable. And now it's April, um, it's April 13th, Monday, as I sit here. Uh, the time is 3.44 p.m. Mountain Daylight Time, and I am going to take a sip of water because I believe in hydration. Uh, hydration is a topic I believe I, I, I discuss with, uh, I've done three interviews so far for the Matt Colick Show, and uh, hopefully you <laughs> listened to those. Maybe you listened to those first as your introduction to the Matt Colick Show, and then 
uh, decided you wanted to listen to episode one to learn a little bit more about me. Uh, hydration is a topic of discussion in at least one of the interviews I've done so far with uh, Kira Holt, the great Kira Holt, uh, who is also releasing music this week, uh, just like just like me. Um, and that music will be available everywhere. Um yeah, yeah, taking a sip of water. So, um, yeah, this is a podcast. I, I'm not sure what the format's going to be. Like I said, I'm going to just kind of rip off other podcasts. And then I assume uh, if you've ever listened to the early episodes of a podcast you like and, and just kind of followed it through, um, there's always a journey. It always ends up, it seems like, is somewhere different. Well, often ends up somewhere different from where the podcast began. And uh, no reason to think that won't happen to this podcast. Um, I'm Matt Colick. Uh, I'm sitting here in my studio. You just heard the theme song. Uh, a week from today, today is April 13th. It's a Monday. A week from today will be 420. And uh, it kind of seems like from the smell of things around here, somebody has been celebrating a little early. Uh, yeah. Anywho, uh, I'm originally from Wisconsin. Um, oh yeah, th this podcast format. Today's episode is just going to be me talking and shit like that. No ads. Uh, the usual format is going to be like uh, a theme song, me talking, uh, like some ads, ho hopefully. Maybe, maybe not. Maybe I don't even want to engage in that. Yeah, we'll see. Uh, then an interview. Um, maybe I'll play like if the, if the guest is a musician, I will, I will play some of their music, um, stuff like that. And then I'll wrap it all up with a, uh, with another oration to conclude the podcast. Maybe I'll play some music at the end too. Um, I'm thinking about doing that for this episode. I'm not sure what, what song I'm going to do. Uh, but I think that would be a fun thing to add to the episode. So yeah, that, that's what the podcast is going to be about. Um, okay. Me, me, Matt Colick. Um, I'm 43 years old. Um, I'm kind of a weirdo, um, but uh, I've I've long pretended not to be. And boy, that that's just I can't do that anymore. I can't take it. I can't take not being my myself anymore. Um, so that's uh, part of what this podcast is about too. Um, let's see. I express myself through the uh, the the art of music. That's my primary um, mode of expression. Uh, through music. I'm a songwriter, singer, singer-songwriter. My primary instrument is the guitar. I've been um, I've been in bands and stuff throughout my life. Uh, haven't always had the greatest musical collaborators and bandmates. Um, and so I was kind of, uh, and, and haven't always had the ambition to really pursue things on my own. So I was in kind of a pickle. And for many years, I just didn't play music. Uh, after I moved to Albuquerque from Wisconsin in 2011, uh, like I had been in a, a pretty cool kind of uh, uh, like punk slash new wave kind of original band called the No and Maybe Game. Uh, shouts to you guys. Um, back in Madison, Wisconsin. That was my uh, most recent like kind of going out and playing music endeavor um, before doing this thing now, which I decided is just going to be me performing and releasing music as Matt Colick, just my regular old real name, which is not the catchiest. Uh, it's difficult for many people to pronounce, uh, stuff like that. I play the guitar as my primary instrument, but I also uh, play bass and uh, fiddle around with uh, piano and uh, can play drums a little bit, but um, 
Yeah, yeah. I'm not going to like show up and sit in with any bands playing those instruments. That's that's for sure. Um, this past year, I've uh, focused on improving my singing voice, mainly because I, I the gig calendar was starting to fill up a little more. And I was playing these two, three hour shows, um, often multiple nights a week. Um, and it was like, I wasn't singing the right way. Um, and I, I was singing badly. I was just kind of getting through it and I was being all like rock and roll about it. Like, man, I'm not going to learn how to sing properly. Um, until I decided after like having my throat feel so raw and just, not being satisfied with the sound of my voice, I decided to actually spend some time learning how to do it properly. So 2019 was a huge year of uh, improvement for me on that front, and I continue to improve uh, there. I'm excited to kind of show off some of the things I can do in the recordings that are going to be coming out soon. Um, so uh, we have the Matt Colick Show theme song, which you heard, unless you skipped through it at the beginning of the episode, and really, I can't blame you. If you did that, uh, that is the first single I've released under my under my own name. I'm pretty proud of it uh, for what it is. Um, it's it's perfect. Um, if you think that's what my music is like going to sound like, think again. <laughs> um, well, or or not. I, I I really don't know. I'm going to be releasing another single soon. My song about basketball uh, called Inside, Outside, Side to Side. Uh, that'll be coming out soon. And that'll be uh, actually sort of in the vein of the Matt Colick Show theme song. So watch out for that. Um, there's also my uh, debut album. I hadn't planned on this being my debut album. I was going to release the first proper album in like July of this year, and I had begun to work on that, but now we have this whole coronavirus situation, of course. Uh, COVID-19, um, wow, damn, which is kind of the thing that's prompted me to get this podcast out. Um, so, so yeah, where was I going with this? Oh, yeah, uh, music coming out. So I'm uh, recording and about to start mixing and editing, mixing, and then mastering my debut album, which will uh, be entitled Microorganism, all one word, Microorganism, because of this, the whole coronavirus thing. Uh, I fast-tracked the production of the podcast, and I decided I wanted to get going on um, a a proper Matt Colick release. The idea being, like, fuck it, nothing matters. Like, instead of worrying about, like, what music supervisors out there might might think of the album or what really anybody thinks of the album or how useful the songs might be to anybody else, I decided I'm going to take some of the songs I had not already earmarked for projects and just do those and just kind of, like, do fun, like, weird versions of them. So... I've been listening to a lot of Ween lately, and this album is uh, uh, very, very Ween-like. I am hailing the, um, hailing, uh, worshiping and praying to the Boognish daily, uh, sometimes hourly, uh, in order to get this album produced and finished. It's it's certainly not going to be a Ween ripoff album. That's that's like. Uh, I mean, there's going to be similar similarities, uh, kind of in the approach, but like the music is going to like sound different. But if if you're a Ween fan, I think you're going to understand the ways in which uh, my music is similar, or at least I try to make it <laughs> similar. Um, and it's it's kind of all about the spirit and, and the attitude. And um, 
yeah, I like, you know, ripping guitar solos and, and stuff like that. There are going to be some of those, um, like Dean, Dean Ween, Deaner inspired solos. Uh, but it's going to be my own thing. I think Ween is just a really good sort of like touch point for people to understand what I'm about. And um, something I get a lot just kind of in my personal life, talking to people and uh, just being about out and about as a person is uh, people tell me, I can't, I can't tell if you're being serious or not. Um, is if that's a problem, <laughs> uh, to me, that's, that's a feature, not a bug as, as they say. Um, so yeah, that's what this album is kind of going for to threading that needle of, I, I can't tell if he's being serious. I, is this supposed to be a, a novelty thing? Um, but it's also, um, overlaid with, um, uh, um, like I'm a, I'm a, I'm a very woo woo spiritual, but not religious person. <laughs> I am that guy. Um, like I'm not into crystals, but it's probably only a matter of time before I am. I grew up Catholic in central Wisconsin, was an altar boy. Nothing untoward happened. Thankfully, uh, nothing bad happened to any, any of the, uh, other young men I served with. Ah, uh, yeah. Back in, back in the eighties and early nineties, probably, I probably, Extended my service into the early 90s. Uh, yeah, grew up Catholic, uh, was an, uh, an angry atheist for many years and had a spiritual awakening, actually. I just celebrated the five-year anniversary of the old spiritual awakening the other day. Um, it was kind of a week-long process. It was sort of April 1st through April 8th of 2015. Everything, everything kind of changed um, and also didn't. It changed and then it didn't. Really what happened is... Uh, all the layers of bullshit that had encrusted me for so many years that I had been building upon myself layer by layer, uh, all, all of those had, had kind of just broken away. I saw how useless they were and was able to shed them um, and reveal once again the true self inside of me, which is, uh, oh yeah, I mean, he's, he's a pretty cool guy. I like him. I love him. I love him the most. Um, and... That's that's kind of brought me to where I am today, which is uh, I've I've never been better. <laughs> uh, what a weird world, though. There are some people who have never been worse, and 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 we're losing them. Um, but there's uh, there's 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 dark and light and everything. Um, that's that's important. So yeah, woo woo spirituality, um, like uh, psychedelics and psychedelic experience experiences and. Um, talking about what happens when we die and like energy and auras and ascending to um, higher dimensions of consciousness. Uh, you know, we're kind of going through that three to three to 5d ascending from three to 5d um, through 4d right now. Some of us, I'd like to think I'm, I'm kind of, I've got at least one foot in 4d and on my way to 5d. Um, yeah, so so that's that's the kind of shit I'm into. <laughs> um, astrology. Uh, my sun sign is Libra. I'm a, my moon is in Aquarius and um, Leo ascendant, Leo rising. So that kind of explains a lot about me. Um, I'm an ENFP. If you're into the Myers Briggs thing, um, I'm not sure what my enneagram is. Uh, I'll get I'll I'll look into that and get back to you. Um, so all that kind of stuff. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm super into, uh, super into, uh, Ram Dass. 
and and the way he taught uh, um, his form of Eastern spirituality that he got from his guru named Kareli Baba, aka Maharaji. Um, yeah, Ram, Ram Das, which is uh, Bhakti Yoga. Uh, all different kinds of yoga. This is one of them, bhakti yoga, which is, um, I guess I would describe it as just pure pure awareness, pure acceptance, pure love, just loving everyone, loving everything, which uh, it's, it's simple, but boy, that's not easy. <laughs> there's, um, there's some, some pretty like, um, like, just, just the worst, un, most unlovable uh, people and things. Um, and we, we have such access to like the worst, the worst people and things and what they're up to these days. Um, we have such access to that. Uh, we're, we're not as humans accustomed to, to knowing all about that. So there's a lot to not love. Um, so the challenge is to find ways to love that, uh, to, to find the things like we find fault in, in out there, outside of us, to find those things inside of us, because that's where we can actually do something about that shit. So yeah, spiritual, not religious. Um, as Brittany, Brittany Howard, is that her name? Jesus Christ, I got to look this up. I, because if I fuck this up, it's going to be super embarrassing. Brittany Howard, the um, from Alabama Shakes, that's her name, right? I'm just logging into Spotify right now, which if you log into Spotify, you can look up uh, Matt Kolick. That's M-A-T-T-K-O-L-L-O-C-K. And uh, go ahead and uh, listen to my single, which is the theme from the Matt Kolick show. Okay, yes, her name is Brittany Howard. Uh, She's the uh, singer, lead vocalist and guitarist, songwriter from Alabama Shakes. Um, she's, uh, she also did a project called Thunder Bitch, I believe. Um, she, she's done all sorts of cool shit. She currently lives in Taos, New Mexico, just up the road from me. Although I don't think she's going to be staying there from what I've heard her say in interviews. It just takes too long to get in and out of Taos. Anyway, Brittany Howard, she's got this song, um, from her new album, Jamie, which is, uh, some, she named it after her sister. Uh, track two is called He Loves Me. Uh, which is all about how God loves Brittany Howard, even when she's smoking blunts and cussing and, you know, just doing whatever, which is uh, really the essence of spirituality for me. Like, it's all love. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter about the sins of the body and uh, your moral checklist and, and, and like, all that kind of shit. Um, yeah, it, it, it matters about if you're, like, living in accordance with your values, if you're being good to people, if you're harmonized with the people around you. Um, that's what living in heaven is all about. Living in sin is the opposite of all that. When you're not in harmony with the people around you, when you're not in harmony with yourself. Um, it's not about your like specific behaviors. It's not about if you looked at porn. It's not about like if you if you smoked cannabis or took drugs or or whatever. Oh yeah. Also I'm a I'm a very like pro drug person. I think like everybody should just be able to do whatever drugs they want with no consequences. Um, we all do it anyway. Um, so yeah, otherwise it's just a way for people to moralize against other people. Um, instead of just being truthful about it, which is we're all on some kind of drug, it's, uh, drugs have always been a part of human 
existence and human culture. Psychedelics have been a part of every culture on the planet, uh, with exception, with the exception of uh, the Inuit culture, if I'm not mistaken, because they just um, maybe I'm wrong about that. But I, I think it's something I read somewhere. Anyway, drugs, everybody's doing them. Everybody's always been doing them. There has never, ever, ever been a drug-free workplace, friends. And there never will be. Um, so laws against them, any prohibition um, is is outrageous. Um, instead of that, I think efforts, uh, money, um, energy should be focused on harm reduction, risk reduction. Uh, people are going to do drugs. Let's make sure it's safe for them. Um, let's, like, drugs are dangerous because they're against the law. They're not against the law because they're dangerous. Um, I mean, some drugs, yes, there can be serious consequences if you overdose on them or if you, um, you know, engage with them in risky situations. That's usually because they're illegal. Uh, people are overdosing and engaging with them in risky situations because they're illegal. Um, so if you stop prohibiting them, people stop putting their lives at risk so much. So, spirituality and <laughs> drugs. So, I'm a musician uh, and I'm a spiritual person. I'm in a serious <laughs> relationship living with my partner, Annie, and uh, like we're, we're like, you know, we're, we're, we're together indefinitely for life, forever, uh, through many more lifetimes after this, probably. Uh, it's, it's pretty great. You should check her out. She, she's an amazing person who is really not at all like me, uh, which uh, kind of that's the special sauce that, that keeps our relationship going so well. Um, she's not at all like me. Uh, she is the CEO and founder of, I don't think she calls herself founder, of Mariposa Strategies. So look her up, uh, mariposastrategies.com. Pretty sure it's a .com. Jeez, man, you're embarrassing yourself today. Ah, yes. I'm from Wisconsin. I come from a family of five children. Uh, my oldest brother is no longer with us. My father is no longer with us. Um, that's been something I've dealt with over the past decade as well. Um, and has been, you know, my spiritual awakening has, is, is absolutely tied to, to those things, to those experiences. Um, even though my father passed away after the spiritual awakening, like the fact that I had it, had that spiritual awakening before he passed away. Um, boy, I'm glad that's how it worked out. Yeah. Uh, my family's not super musical. Like my parents don't really, like my dad really, really appreciated and loved music. Like he, he felt it. Um, and his family is, is certainly musical. Uh, my mom, not, not so much. Um, I remember her playing the piano a little bit growing up. I think she fucked around on the guitar a little bit. Uh, the first guitar I played, I think was a guitar she had. It was like a nylon string, acoustic classical type guitar. Um, yeah, what else? What else? Uh, my, my brother, Mark, I remember him playing the guitar. He still makes music. I'll, he's on SoundCloud and he, he makes some really cool, amazing stuff. If you look up Mark Colic on SoundCloud, um, yeah, I remember him playing guitar. Uh, my sister played piano. Uh, I just, I was just, well, first of all, when I was very young, I was convinced I was like from another planet or something. I was convinced like I was reborn from some other life. I remember one time getting in the car and like, 
taking my my sister and parents into town or making them drive me into town so that I could show them the house I lived in, which um, was just a house at the time. I, I feel like I, I knew it wasn't actually the house, but it's like I wanted to convey to them somehow that, yes, this is a house that's like different from ours. And it's in some ways I'm feeling a similarity to some other place I knew. I remember like trying to build the house where I used to live out of Legos. Um, I wonder if my siblings or parents remember that. Um, but that is definitely a thing I felt strongly when I was a boy. Um, that I came from somewhere else, that this is like a, a different destination, um, stuff like that. I could read from a very early age, but I could not tie my shoes until like third, fourth grade, something like that. That's uh, that's pretty much all you need to know about me. Uh, let's see. And music, music. I was always drawn to like... Um, like psychedelic culture stuff and like the classic rock type stuff like Pink Floyd, Led Zeppelin especially that had sort of a a mystical, otherworldly and psychedelic flair to it. I was always drawn to that. I was always drawn to like the idea of cannabis and like the experiences one might have on cannabis um, and, and psychedelics, stuff like that. And like one day I actually got to experience those things for myself. Um, actually uh, much later than what many people probably think. <laughs> I didn't really start using cannabis until I was like 21, something like that. Uh, so my brain did develop properly, <laughs> more or less. Uh, who knows what that, that one time I stuck the scissors in the light socket did. Uh, but <laughs> my brain did develop uh, normally. I didn't really drink much as a, as a teen um, I was a pretty good kid. Like I did all my rebelling and experimenting and all that in my, in my twenties and thirties and stuff like that. These days I'll, I'll drink some wine. I'll have some beer. I'll use, uh, some, some mushrooms here and there. Sometimes I'll do the microdosing regimen and, uh, I love the cannabis. Um, I have my New Mexico medical card, the linen Aaron compassionate care act, um, which is the uh, piece of legislation that, that brought the medical cannabis program into existence in New Mexico. The Aaron of the Lynn and Aaron Compassionate Care Act is a friend of mine. Uh, maybe I'll have her on the podcast someday. She's a, she's a pretty interesting person. Um, the theme of this podcast kind of, I, I want to talk about creativity and like how people get shit done, how they deal with resistance, um, their relationship to their art and how they, how they got involved with it. If they came from families where people did what they do, um, stuff like that. So I want to talk to musicians, obviously, and my first three interviews are with musicians, but I'd also like to talk to people who are kind of like music adjacent. I'm really fascinated by those people, people who write about music and, uh, like, Maybe they are like engineers or producers, but don't actually do music themselves or play instruments or sing or, or anything like that. Um, people like that. I guess producers are not music adjacent, but like people who write about music, I'm, I'm thinking of that. Um, yeah, stuff like that. But I'd also like to talk to like anybody who creates things, anybody who can talk about creation and the challenges creation presents. So uh, look forward to that kind of stuff. That's kind of the lens through which the conversations I'm having on the show will be presented. Uh, let me drink some water. Remember, friends, it's so important to stay hydrated. Today's episode, I guess, is brought to you by good old H2O. Hang on. Uh, Annie's dad is here delivering stuff for us. I'm going to pause. 
Okay, I'm back. <laughs> ah, things are good. Uh, Annie's dad had to deliver some bubbly water, which is something I do not drink, but Annie does, and she appreciates that I do not drink it. Uh, I've used the restroom. I have washed my hands. Now I can kind of continue to sit here and stroke my beard, which is very long and out of control these days. I, I It's been like a month. The idea is I'm going to give myself a haircut, which I usually do every two weeks. I'm going to do that once I release Microorganism. Microorganism, my solo debut album. One of two I hope to release this year. Microorganism will be seven tracks. I learned that technically an album on most of the streaming services, uh, they define an album as seven songs, at least seven songs, and at least 30 minutes or more than 30 minutes in length. So that's what this is going to be. It was going to be like a five-song EP, and then I learned that about the album designation. So I decided, fuck it, throw two more songs on there. Ooh, I just earned the explicit tag. That's fun. Yeah, this is uh, going to be an explicit podcast. Mm, boy, I need more water. You probably do too, so I, I encourage you and invite you uh, to, to drink some. Yeah, I am. Uh, I'm kind of also uh, um, slightly magical, a little bit clairvoyant. Um, I don't know how to describe that, but there's. Uh, if you look at some of my lyrics, um, also, I guess like when I had my spiritual awakening, <laughs> a lot of people would describe what happened as a psychotic break, uh, which I, I I guess I can see that. Um, nobody has ever told me that. Everybody, when I tell, and I'm very open about my story, I've talked about it on a podcast even. Um, nobody has ever described it as that. But there are some people in the psychedelic community who are like, yeah, it's good for recreation. But like, if you have like a God moment or an ego death or like you, your life changes in, in any considerable way, it's really just a psychotic break. And um, yeah, I don't, I don't know about that. Um, so maybe because my life did change considerably, my way of thinking, my values, like everything I didn't actually change though. Once again, like I just became more authentic. I just decided to be the core of myself and not live through all these layers of bullshit I had, uh, built upon myself about how one should live one's life and what I actually believed in. And those people are stupid and I'm this and they're that, you know, all that kind of thinking, which it still pops up and I still have to deal with it, but now I have the tools to do it. Um, I meditate daily. I know I'm just like jumping around. You're probably waiting for me to finish like all sorts of these threads, but <laughs> I'm not going to. The Matt Colick show is a journey, friends. Uh, we're going to just keep these, start these plates spinning now. Um, and then like, we're going to get to them all. Maybe this episode, maybe 10 episodes down the line, we're going to talk more about this stuff. Um, I talk about this stuff in the interviews. We, we, uh, the interviews are going to touch on uh, a lot of the topics we're talking about here today. Uh, yeah, but there's going to be a lot of jumping around. This is sort of like, you know, you watch the first episode of an HBO drama, something like Deadwood. And it's like, who the fuck are all these characters? Well, who are they? What are they doing? I can't remember all their names, but by the, by the time you hit like episode four or five, you're like, oh my God, I love this show. This show is my life. Uh, so that's what I hope to have happen with the Matt Colick show. <sighs> so uh, yes, I meditate uh, 
every day. Every day, sometimes not very long. Sometimes I count things as meditation, which uh, that some meditation teachers would probably uh, not count as meditation. But I get to decide that for myself. And you do too. You do too. Um, I'm a pretty introverted person. Uh, we talk about that uh, in a couple of my interviews uh, coming up with Melissa Rios and Kira Holt. Uh, being introverted people who like don't always want to be around other people, and yet, and yet, we perform for them. It's also uh, Melissa Rios and I have talked about this. It's also like there's a a predetermined set of circumstances. Like she is the performer. I am the performer. They are the audiences. We all have a role. And then it's like, it's appropriate. It feels good to be the center of attention then. Whereas like, like just really showing up amped in a room and just being super electric, electric, like being the center of attention that way, like going for that. Eh, that's not really, not really our thing. Um, although it, it, it has been from time to time. It has been from time to time. Um, let's see. Yeah, I meditate every day. You can find me on Insight Timer if you use that app. I'm on there. Um, let's see. I've got a little bit of a codependency issue with people. A lot of my relationships have not been healthy. Uh, not at all. Um, also inside every codependent, there's a little narcissist and vice versa. I've, I've learned, or I, I feel like that's the case anyway. Um, so again, the Leo rising. Uh, what else? What else? I'm from Wisconsin. I moved to Albuquerque, New Mexico, actually Rio Rancho first. <laughs> Rio Rattle, they call it. Um, I would never call it that though. It was a fine home for me. Uh, yeah. Rio Rancho in 2011, uh, moved to Albuquerque proper in 2012, uh, wrote some songs around 2013, 2014. I wrote like three new songs, three or four new songs. Uh, and like, just, I would play them every day. Basically I would spend 15, 20 minutes just playing my guitar and then going through those songs, uh, over and over those four four songs uh let's see they were language full of light which was uh, written in 2008 or 2009 that's the oldest original song in my repertoire uh hopeless horse dream traffic and beach body european suit without a hat those four songs i would just play them over and over and over and experiment with different combinations of, of or different sequences of playing them um, and like, I would sometimes play them fast, sometimes slow. Um, sometimes I do like the groovy arrangement. Sometimes I do the punk arrangement, stuff like that. Um, and then I decided I wanted to start going to open mics. That was in 2016, something like that. And then I met Annie, uh, and then we moved in together and then I like wanted to start going to more open mics and I just decided fuck it. I want to do music. Um, this is where my experiences on the, on the, in the mystical realm have pointed me like, do the music thing, go for it. Like that's your target. That's your goal. That's, that's what you're, you're here to do. Stop fucking around trying to be like a responsible, like average ordinary citizen. Like, fuck that. That's not, that's not why you're here, dude. Um, so I, I stopped trying to do that and I started trying to be a musician again, which has been going fucking great, man. Woo. Um, it, it's really been going great. Uh, in 2018, well, I, I started going to those open mics and then I decided I needed more and more material to, 
to fill my open mic performances. So I decided that 2018 would be my year of songwriting. I wanted to write at least two songs every month. I almost succeeded at that. Um, so I have those plus those four songs <laughs> that I played over and over and over again for many years prior to 2018. And I have uh, several more I've written since then. I didn't write nearly as many in 2019, but I wrote um, a lot of songs. And I haven't written any in 2020 yet. I'm focused really on this podcast and recording. And I got to tell you, though, I'm I'm very eager to get back into songwriting mode. That's, I think, where I'm at my happiest. It's like, it's like problem solving, except like it's, you get to, your tool is a, a guitar. Um, I'm actually interested in uh, writing a new batch of songs on uh, keyboard intru- instruments um, and on the bass and uh, like putting the guitar down and seeing what comes out that way. That'll be fun. Yeah. What else? What else? Let's see. I grew up on a farm in Wisconsin. My dad was a farmer. My mom was a nurse, although she didn't get uh, into nursing professionally until after I became a teenager, really. Um, before that, she just raised us kids, stuff like that. Um, I've been in some bands. I was in a blues band for a number of years. Um, that was that was a pretty formative experience. That was in my early 20s. Around the same time, um, I had a child. Um, I'm the father of a 20-year-old daughter. <laughs> She'll be 21 next year. Uh, it's, uh, that's a whole other, whole other thing. Um, maybe I'll have Cassidy on the podcast. She's my daughter. Um, yeah, love to talk to her about anything, really. <laughs> so, yeah, around that time, I had a daughter. Um Gosh, crazy, crazy. It feels like uh, not that long ago, but uh, it was. Uh, Yeah. But in the eternal sense of time, no, it was not that long ago. (laughs) The, uh, what is the universe? 13.8 billion years old. So yeah, like 20 years ago, not that long, not that long at all. Um, Yeah, that was the blues band. And I moved from central Wisconsin down to Madison, Wisconsin, the capital of the state and the home of the University of Wisconsin. I went there to attend uh, Madison Media Institute. Mm -hmm. Somebody's delivering something right now. Somebody's right outside my window. Oh my God, this is embarrassing. Okay, they're walking away right now. Ah, Shit, that's crazy, dude. (laughs) Yeah, that's fun. Yeah, this is this is episode number one of the Matt Colic Show, friends. It's only gonna get better from here. But uh, hopefully, you'll you'll uh, you'll be a longtime listener. You'll stick through it uh, with me throughout uh, for years and years and episodes and episodes. And you'll think back and boy, I remember those first few episodes and how ramshackle they were and how the audio quality was just sort of all over the place. (laughs) I miss those days. And Matt would just get on the mic and ramble and he didn't really know where he was going uh, before he had sponsors, man, before he sold out, man. Yeah. Uh, Wisconsin, family. Uh, Dad was a farmer. Mom was a nurse. Uh, I went to school in in Plainfield, Wisconsin, uh, K through 12, all in the same building. Uh, my graduating class is 47 people, very rural. Uh, that town, Plainfield, is where the serial killer, uh, supposed serial killer, Ed Gein, lived and did his work. Plainfield, Wisconsin. Um, 
we'll look him up if, if you don't know about him. Um, you true crime fans know all about him, I'm sure. Uh, so many stories, movies, books based on him, uh, based, uh, inspired by him. Uh, I think he was only convicted of killing one person, uh, but it's believed that he he must have murdered others. They just couldn't prove it. Something like that. So th- that's the land where I'm from. Uh, Werner Herzog directed a film. Uh, I can't remember the name of it. Stroszek, uh, S-T-R-O-S-Z-E-K. That was filmed in Plainfield, Wisconsin. I haven't seen it. It was like from 1978. Nobody ever talked about that. Like Werner fucking Herzog was in town for a while. Uh, yeah. So uh, that's something I, I hope to find about, found out more about, about which I hope to find more about which I hope to learn more <laughs> the time Werner Herzog was in Plainfield, Wisconsin. Uh, so that's where I'm from. I moved to Madison, Wisconsin. I, I made uh, uh, connections and friends down there and learned how to like kind of engineer music. I learned how to do like uh, digital music, Pro Tools, all that. Uh, I recorded some songs as Ajax the Dog. Uh, so that's kind of fun. Um, all that music is on my SoundCloud page. That's from like 2004. Um, the SoundCloud is soundcloud.com slash Matt Kolick, M-A-T-T-K-O-L-L-O-C-K. Um, that's where I'm just going to put stuff like that fun stuff. The, uh, the theme song for the podcast is there. All those old songs from Ajax the Dog are there. There's like five or six, something like that. They're fun. They're fun. I did, I did pretty well. I'm so much better now. I can't wait for you guys to hear the new stuff. Uh, after Madison, uh, Madison was a significant period of my life. I was there until 2010. I moved from there around the time the state started getting like crazy, started getting, turning into the Florida of the Midwest, the Alabama of the Midwest, nothing against Alabama, but you, you know, uh, for all that's worth, um, yeah, moved out of there, uh, when around the time Scott Walker became governor, uh, and yeah, I'm not. Why? Why am I saying their names? I'm not going to do that. Uh, lived in an RV for a year. I'm sure I'll get into that a lot more uh, in future episodes. That's that's like a couple episodes on its own. Uh, and then the RV experience led to New Mexico, um, with a brief stop in Arizona, where I helped to care for my ailing brother before he passed away. Uh, probably going to be more about that experience. Yeah, yeah. Uh, there's a lot of the, 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 the psychedelic experience and the spiritual awakening that's tied to uh, my, the loss of my brother, John. It's, it's pretty interesting. I'll get into that some more, too, in future episodes. Uh, yeah, planting seeds, planting seeds, planting seeds. All right, all right. What else? Um, I'm a musician uh, now. The, 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 the music now is uh, I've been like performing these shows, learning how to sing better, playing my original songs, like really hammering out the arrangements in exacting detail, um, playing those songs, filming my performances, trying to improve my craft. Like I'm doing what I should have done in my early 20s, except now I'm in my early 40s and I've got like a lot of years where I didn't play any music behind me. So like a lot of this ex- experience and journey has been about building my chops back up. Um, I haven't been playing with other musicians really until recently. I started playing with a couple of musicians who live in New Mexico, but happen to also be from Wisconsin. Uh, we met in New Mexico actually last year through the NPR Tiny Desk contest. Uh, they are Jason and Melissa Katinger of the group, <laughs> of the combo, of the duo, Mary Dean. 
visit them, marydeanmusic.com. That's M-E-R-I-D-E-A-N music.com. Um, and check their shit out. They just released an album called Don't Feed Monsters, and they will be uh, the guests on the next episode. I'm calling it right now. I haven't decided this until just now, but they were the first interview I did for the podcast, so they'll be the first uh, guests I have um, as in, in an episode that I released to you. So I've been playing with Jason and Melissa, and it's been going great. Uh, the musical connection is like I've had good musical connections before. Uh, also, a lot of like like ugh, shitty connections with people I've played with in 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 groups and bands and situations and stuff. But it's just been great with Jason and Melissa. Um, they're fantastic people, and I support them. You should support them too. Uh, like I said, they'll be guests on the next episode of the podcast. Uh, who else is going to be on the podcast? Uh, Melissa Rios. She's a uh, an Albuquerque-based singer-songwriter, uh, soul R&B singer-songwriter. She's amazing. I love her music. Also, Kira Holt, another Albuquerque singer-songwriter uh, and performer uh, who is about to release music herself, her debut music uh, on all the streaming services very soon. Did I mention that already? Uh, she'll be another episode. And she's great. She's great. She's like, she's she just is the music, um, and she's a real artist, and I, I can't wait to see what, what happens with her in her career as, as she's just now kind of getting started. Um, yeah, we're getting together like everybody who was involved in the uh, uh, Spring Singer-Songwriter Festival at Red Door Brewing Company's Candelaria location here in Albuquerque last year. On April 20th last year, we're approaching the one-year anniversary of that amazing event. Uh, there were like 30 people there, May, uh, mo, uh, tops, I guess. Uh, but I'm going to keep talking about that because we have guests coming up from that performance, from that show. Uh, I'm going to keep talking about it as if it was Woodstock. <laughs> and I'm going to build the legend of that of that day retroactively. Uh, because, yeah, that, w- that was fun. I mean, it was just, it was, it was a day we got together. We each played some music and... Uh, um, yeah, it was nice. We made some money and, uh, the, the, the brewery, the, the brewery was happy. Red door was happy and the fans were happy and everybody ate and drank and had a, had a nice, nice time. Um, but I'm going to make it le- legendary in retrospect, friends, legendary in retrospect. So that means, uh, in addition to Melissa Rios and Kira Holt, I've got to get, um, Oscar Butler on the program, and I've got to get Antonia Montoya on the program, uh, who performs as Alonerly. Uh, check those people out, too. Okay. Uh, those are the guests. I'm going to have other people on with, with coronavirus. I hadn't planned on getting into remote uh interviews so soon. I wanted to really stick to in-person, but uh, I'm going to have to fast track that too, just to be able to get people on the on the podcast and get more interviews out to you. I want to have most, inter- uh, most episodes have an interview. Um, let's see what else. I've got some notes here. Drink lots of water. I drink like at least a gallon every day. Um, let's see. I'm a rascal and a jokester. There's that. Um, let's see. I love basketball. I was really into basketball as a teenager, uh, playing it. Not so great. I was on the high school basketball team, but again, a uh, small town graduating class of 47. If you want to be on the team, you're on the team. There's no tryouts. So I was on the team I'm drinking some water right now. basketball. My team is the Milwaukee Bucks, who at the time the NBA season was suspended, had the best record in the NBA. Uh, Damn it. 
So who knows if the season's going to be back, uh, if there will be playoffs, if they are just going to be the, uh, the what, the 94 Montreal Expos. Uh, there was a strike or a work stoppage that year in Major League Baseball. Uh, they were leading the league uh, with the best record in the league about halfway or maybe three quarters, two thirds of the way through the season. And the season ended. There were no playoffs. There was no World Series. The next season, they just had to get on with the next season. So they're the Montreal Expos from 1994. I believe it's 1994. So that might be the case with the uh, the 2019-2020 Milwaukee Bucks. We'll see. Uh, that would really be a shame, but also like a fun little asterisk in the um, in the sports book of legend, uh, sports almanac, whatever you call that kind of stuff. Uh, let's see. It's raining here in Albuquerque today. It was actually snowing earlier. It was fucking snowing here on April 13th, 2020. Um, let's see. I'm just going through the list of notes. Uh, I, w- I used to be in Men- Mensa. That's right. I'm this woo-woo, spiritual, non-materialist person, but I'm also like super fucking logical and like I can see patterns and figure shit out and I have a high IQ. Uh, That used to be super fucking important to me. Then I joined Mensa just to kind of prove, hey, I'm a smart person too, everybody. I had had sort of a complex about that. I'm thinking people don't think I'm smart. Now I just, I kind of don't give a shit unless I'm having a sensitive day. Um, I I was like super into Mensa until I joined it and like kind of figured out who the people were in Mensa. Uh, It's sort of a (laughs) man. It's yeah, it's not cool. Look it up. Look it up. Look up what kind of people are in Mensa. It's not not really. They're they're not quite my people. They're people who like me do well on standardized tests. But um, I think they think that means more than what it does. Um, and I, I guess I used to think that too, but I, not to the extent that uh, the folks in the organization do. So um, eh, sorry, Mensa, I won't be renewing my membership. Plus, it's like you don't really get much out of it. You get the magazine, which is like, ooh, my, my postal carrier, my letter carrier can see that I'm a Mensen. Like, who, who gives a shit? So, yes, we're very woo-woo person, but also, like, super logical. And, like, an, I can argue the logical side of an argument as well or um, as well as or better than anybody. Uh, so uh, come at me, bro. Come at me, bro. <laughs> if you don't like my woo-woo shit, I'll, I'll, I'll take you on on the other side of it, too. Um, not really. That's not what this podcast is about. This podcast is definitely not about conflict. I don't want conflict. I don't want complaining. Uh, that sort of thing. But I do reserve the right to complain about shit. If I see groups of more than five together as I look out the window, I'm going to complain about them. You guys, you guys, you guys. Uh, I mean, during Rona, coronavirus season. Uh, let's see here. What else we got here? I'm highly sensitive. I'm a highly sensitive person. HSP. Look that up. Uh, I'll be talking a lot more about that. Uh, shouts to my friend Jill um, and all the other HSPs out there. Um, We are highly sensitive, like some of us are sensitive to different things than others, but just generally sensitive. Uh, I I am Um, like, like people saying things and like environments and like sound and like, yeah, like I'm, I'm just like a sensitive person and I'll get into more examples of what that's all about. Um... Wow, I think I got through it all. That's really all I wanted to talk about. Um, 
you guys, if you like the podcast, uh, I hope you subscribe on Apple Podcasts or on Spotify or wherever you get your podcasts. This is uh, available everywhere. It's also available on my website. Uh, please visit the website. That's the hub of everything I do. That's where the music uh, is going to live. Uh, that's where my blog is. I write a blog like uh, sometimes several times a week, sometimes just once a month, usually about once a week. Lately, I've been putting out these playlists, uh, songs from quarantine. I put out three of those over the last few weeks. Uh, every Wednesday, I put out one of those, and then I write a blog post about the songs and about what's been going on. That's that's what I've been writing about during coronavirus season. Uh, so sign up for the email list while you're there. That way you'll get uh, the first first notice, notification, and heads up about anything I do with the podcast, music, or anything else. Uh, read the blog, comment. You can go to uh, the contact section there to uh, leave a comment for the podcast or send me an email. Uh, you can send me an email at matt at mattkolick.com, M-A-T-T-K-O-L-L-O-C-K.com. Um, I encourage you to follow me on Twitter. I'm M-H Colic over there. I'm on Facebook, but I eh, I don't really care for Facebook. But if you um, if you want to follow at Matt Colic on Facebook, that would be great. I would appreciate that. Also on Instagram, I'm pretty active on Instagram. I go live on Instagram several times a week. I'm at Matt Colic over there. And finally, I have a Patreon. Uh, this is where um, the interviews I have with Melissa Rios, Jason and Melissa Katinger of Mary Dean and Kira Holt are already available for subscribers at the $5 level to my Patreon. Um, so if you want to support me there, that would be really, really great. Um, I'm depending on you to support me there to keep this podcast going. It's not free. Uh, it's free to listen to, and I want to, and I'm going to keep it that way, but it's not free for me to produce. So, um, it's not free for me to produce and distribute and, and all that. So if you can support me there, that would be wonderful. I do appreciate you just listening and subscribing and doing the basic that that is amazing too. And thank you so much. I have so much gratitude for you. Uh, but if you want to take it to another level, that is available to you. Uh, you can subscribe for as little as $1 a month um, or as much as infinity a month. But at that $5 level, that's where you get the podcast interviews before they're released to the masses uh, via the regular feed. Uh, yeah, that's it. Uh, music. What, what music have I been listening to lately? It's crazy. I've been listening really into like groovy, funky gospel music with the five string basses and the choirs and uh, like those horns that are just like trebly as fuck. Um, God, that, that shit is amazing. Like every Sunday I'm, I'm getting into that stuff. So there was a lot of it yesterday, which, hey, Easter Sunday. I hope you're you know, whatever... Um, thing you celebrate this time of year and has been going well, as well as it can be. Uh, it's tough not being able to get together with loved ones. I understand that. Yeah. Yeah. So music, there a lot of uh, gospel, but um, uh, what else? Funky stuff, funky stuff. A lot of ween. I've been listening to tons of ween and the Grateful Dead this year. I've been getting into fish, uh, which is crazy. I never thought I'd really get into fish. Uh, mostly Ween and the Grateful Dead, listening to a lot of Aretha Franklin, again, with the gospel connection there. Uh, I don't know if there's ever been a better singer than Aretha. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you can check out the uh, songs from quarantine playlists to really get a sense of what I've been listening to. That Those are kind of the highlights that I'm like, ooh, I really like this song when it comes up in the shuffle. And so I stick it in the uh, songs from quarantine playlist. And then I write about it later. 
All right, guys, that's all I have for now. Thank you for sticking with me uh, to this point. I'm going to play a song now. Um, I'm going to hit stop. Then I'm going to probably use the bathroom and maybe eat something, drink some water. Uh, Maybe I won't even record this. No, no, no. I need to record this now. (laughs) I'm going to record myself playing a song of mine. Um, I hope you enjoy the bumper music between this and the next thing. And uh, I'll talk to you again. Uh, That's the Matt Collick story for now. I'll, uh, I'll hit you with some more later. So please stay tuned to the podcast. Thanks, guys. I love you. Um, Enjoy this song that I'm going to do. Okay. All right. Thanks, guys. Bye bye. Peace. Hey, guys, and welcome back. It's me, Matt Collick. I've got my guitar right now. I'm not sure if I. Yeah, that's fine. This is the first time I'm doing this. I'm not getting it set up professionally or anything like that. It's the same mic you just heard me talking in as I told my story and talked about who I am. Uh, Just kind of pointed it down a little bit so it gets a little bit of the guitar. So today I'm going to talk to you about and play my song, Hopeless Horse. Hopeless Horse is a song I wrote back in 2013. It's... uh, January of 2013, I believe. I wrote three songs that month, and those were the songs that were my songs, along with a song I wrote back in 2019 called Language Full of Light. Um, Hopeless Horse was a song I wrote uh, after poking around Wikipedia. And man, I wish I had (laughs) saved this page, but I uh, landed on a random page. I was clicking on the random page uh, option on the left of the Wikipedia homepage. And it brought me to this page for um, this ancient, uh, I'm not sure if it's technically Hindu, but from India, the Indian subcontinent, this this piece of of literature, a poem that was, um, I I think it's it's believed to be the first piece of literature uh, not to be um, religious in nature, or at least from that culture, the first piece of known literature or anything that is not about uh, God, is not about religion, is not about worship, it's not about uh, higher higher powers or anything. It's about gambling, and there's there's a line in that piece of literature. Friends, if you know what I'm talking about, or if you want to do some additional research on this, I invite it, uh, and you can you can send me the article, and maybe I'll dig it up too. But uh, there was a line in it about being a hopeless horse. So um, I thought that was really interesting. It was back during the time when I was, uh, I thought of myself as an angry atheist. So the idea that, ooh, it was a non, it was like a secular piece of literature. Take that, the church. Um, Yeah, that appealed to me too. So I thought after landing on that uh, Wikipedia page, I thought I'm going to write a song about that. Um, so that's how a couple of my songs uh, were written. That one and Beachbody. I'll talk about that one another time. Hopeless Horse. It's in the key of E. Main chords are E. And then I do like B, C. I let uh, the B and E strings, the high B and E strings, ring out. So that's kind of the whole, the, the main motif in the song. And then I sing over that, and then there's a, that thing, and then there's this thing, that's kind of from D to F sharp minor, back down to E. 
Um, a lot of open string stuff. Uh, as a solo singer songwriter, I think it's that's a good way to add some more dimension to your sound. Uh, just a pro tip for any of you out there doing the thing, um, like playing with a lot of open strings. If you're playing a 12 string, if you can switch your instruments, that's that's a good way. If you can do different tunings, that's a good way to, to broaden, deepen, uh, add dimension to your sound. So, yeah, open strings. Uh, Alex Lifeson from Rush, uh, he's, he's kind of the master of that in the rock world, at least as far as I'm concerned. So I do two versions of this song. One is the, uh, the one I'm going to do today, which is the slow and groovy. Well, kind of mid-tempo and groovy, which is like... Yeah. And then there's a fast one, sort of the punk version, which is more like... Uh... That one's really fun to play, but uh, not today, not today. <laughs> it's a cloudy, rainy, snowy day, and I'm going to play the slow, groovy version of Hopeless Horse for you. So uh, let's make sure the guitar is in tune. Is, is that how I talk now? Is that how I really talk now? Make sure the guitar is in tune. I don't know. I don't know if I'm going to commit to that, to be quite honest with you. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. This is the sound of tuning, guys. <laughs> I am a fan of the Grateful Dead, after all. All right, this is Hopeless Horse. I hope the sound quality is, is okay. Uh, if it's not, eh, who gives a shit? Thanks for listening, you guys. I love you. If you have the scent of a bit 
That's Hopeless Horse by me, Matt Colick. <laughs> that one, uh, I'm not sure. That one will probably be on my upcoming album, um, A Rich, Fulfilling Afterlife, which may actually end up being titled A Rich, Fulfilling Death or something else entirely. That one will be like later summertime. Um, so yeah, Hopeless Horse. I hope you enjoyed that. Uh, it was fun to play it in my little podcasting area where it's a little cramped. And so I kept, my guitar kept bumping into the table. <laughs> We're having fun here though. This is what podcasting it's all about. It's an intimate look inside my life. Uh, so that's, that's what this episode has been all about. Um, guys, once again, thank you for listening. Um, I'm going to get out of here now and uh, record the outro. All right, bye-bye.
yeah, so that's it. That's it. That's all I got. I hope you enjoyed it. Um, boy, this this went okay, didn't it? This went okay. This was the very first episode of the Matt Colic Show, a podcast by me, Matt Colic. I hope you enjoyed it. I hope you enjoyed me talking about myself. I uh, I hope you're intrigued and curious to learn more about me and my story and where I'm going and, and what's going to happen with me. I hope you're curious about the guests I'm going to have on and the conversations we're going to have. Um, I'm curious to learn more about you and what you're all about. Send me an email, matt at mattcolic.com. Uh, that's where correspondence to the Matt Colic Show should go. So uh, reach out. I'd love to hear from you. Um, there's some people I'd, I'd like, I'm probably going to ignore them. They know who they are. <laughs> and that's fine. That's fine. It's all just fine. But I'd, I'd really love to hear from you and love to hear how you heard about the show and uh, how you got interested. And um, maybe you're a fan of Melissa Rios or Kira Holt or Mary Teen. Um, that's uh, or one of my future guests. And you decided to come back and listen to this first episode. Uh, regardless, I'm super glad you're here. Um, that's enough. But if you want to do more, I would love it if you left a review on Apple Podcasts or wherever you can leave a review for this show. Uh, make it make it the good one. Make it a five-star review. Why not? It doesn't mean anything anyway, except for me possibly reaching a broader audience. So um, yeah, that's cool. Uh, and visit Matt Colick to learn more about me. Uh, visit Matt Colick. Yes, visit me to learn more about me. What a fun idea. <laughs> I would love, love to, uh, maybe one day you will be able to visit me to learn more about me. Um, it will be at a location, a neutral location. It will not be at my home. It will not be at your home. Um, yeah. So anyway, visit mattcolic.com, my website to learn more about me. That's M-A-T-T-K-O-L-L-O-C-K.com. That's my website. That's where the blog lives. I blog at least once a week, usually. Um, so if you like me hearing me talk, you'll probably like what I have to write about. Uh, there you can download your own copy of the theme from the Matt Colic Show, this podcast, for free. Um, all you have to do is give me your email address. Um, yeah, check out the, the website, poke around, uh, maybe put a link to my website on your website. That's really the best way to get that link juice flowing, right? Uh, so yeah, uh, I've rambled on way too long. Oh, oh yeah, the Patreon, this is where uh, podcast listeners, this is where you are going to come in big time to help me out and help me uh, get my message out there and, and build this community. Patreon.com slash Matt Colick. Patreon.com slash M-A-T-T-K-O-L-L-O-C-K. I believe that's the forward slash M-A-T-T-K-O-L-L-O-C-K. Uh, the one with the question mark above it. Um, that one. So uh, there you can you can support me on a subscription basis. That's where I'm going to be putting interviews and stuff from the podcast that doesn't make it to uh, the show. Um, yeah, stuff like that. You're, you're going to get some really cool shit for, for signing up and subscribing. I promise. Um, yeah, so that's all I got. Uh, I'm going to uh, not play you out with anything. I'm going to just like probably fade up the theme song and then fade that out. Something like that. I don't know. I haven't decided yet. This is a work in progress and you're you're listening to it. Guys, stay tuned for uh, more episodes. I'm going to release uh, this one probably at the same time as some others. I have no idea. Who knows? Uh, more episodes are going to be released soon, though, regardless of when you're going to be released, uh, listening to this. Thanks for being there, guys. Uh, MattCollick.com. Bye-bye.